This is the Victory Life Today podcast with Al and Angie Burke. Together, we'll learn how to stand in victory each and every day. Live life set ablaze by faith, filled with purpose. Live life above your circumstance. We're going to be talking about the favor of God on you and the favor of God on me and all of his children. And that's why you want to be counted as one in his kingdom, because the favor of God would just pour out on you. He's got so many good things for us. We don't really know what they are. We should know a lot of them. But we're going to start, Al, by, by um, you know, at the very beginning in Luke, when Jesus was, was actually born, Luke 2, 13 and 14. And then we're going to talk about what actually was given to us just by his birth. I mean, what it predicts. So and sure. suddenly there was with the angel, a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill to men. That's great. That's great. I love that. Right? So this is the way a lot of the church interprets this. The angels praise God and gave him glory because now that Jesus was born, there would be peace on earth and goodwill, which is like an attitude of kindness, compassion, and friendliness among all people. Now, we don't see that, do we? And although it would be nice to have this kind of peace on the earth, we can clearly see that this is just not the case. This is not what the scripture means. It would also be wonderful if people got along with each other and were friendly, kind, and compassionate, but that's not happening either. And if it is, it's, you know, it's so sad because we're part of the church of Jesus Christ. And if it is, it's happening on a very small scale and, and it shouldn't be. So that, you know, that's not to say there aren't compassionate and kind people. Okay, we know a lot of them. But this is going to be a positive message, believe it or not, because even though the scripture is not talking about peace on earth among people, the actual truth of this verse far outweighs that original thought. Mm-hmm. It's almost a hundred times better. Yeah, it actually is. You know, yes. you think about it, you say, well, that's not really what it means. But then when you think about what it means, it's so much better. It this is. is talking about peace. <clears throat> and goodwill from God to man. It's peace on earth between you and God. He's not mad at you anymore. Before Jesus, we were separated from God. Once Jesus was born, the angels were rejoicing because it meant that there was no more separation between God and man. Because of Jesus, now you have to receive Jesus to get that. But that's right. what it is. This is what this scripture means. Nobody seems to understand. Or, right. You know, a lot of scripture at a first read through, you're going to misunderstand it. Sure. I, and you're going to go by what you've been taught in church. Uh, and just because you're a pastor doesn't mean that you you won't get it wrong. And not only that, some of the versions that we read in the Bible say it wrong. You know, we always say just, you know, whatever version you're reading, we always want to encourage you to compare it to the King James Version and look up what this means in the concordance and everything, because it will it will help you to understand it correctly. And King James is the the closest, the, the closest in a word for word translation. Right. Right. The understanding exactly. isn't always there. You need some other easier to read versions right. as well. Right, you do. You do. Um, anyway, let's look at Romans 5, 10 to 11 to, to cap on what Al was saying. For if, 
When we were enemies, and we were, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, okay? Much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. And another word for that is we received reconciliation. When you Christ died on the cross and rose again, he completed everything he needed to do for us to be reconciled back to him because we were separated because of what happened in the garden. Okay, and now we have an enemy prowling around the earth, and we were separated from God because of sin. But he sent his son Jesus to reconcile us back to his love, reconcile us back to uh, his, uh, his favor. We are restored to his favor once again. But this time, it's not just going to fall out of the sky like it did for Adam and Eve last time. This time, we activate this life by faith, and we get to see the favor of God on us and in our lives and the lives of our children through faith. Okay, so it's you know, faith. The favor of God was on Adam and Eve, and they lost it. And from when they lost it all the way to Jesus Christ, God's favor was not on mankind. Right. He right. had favor towards the nation of Israel, and that was conditional. Yeah. But now it's unconditional. There's favor from God to man. He's not looking at what you're doing or not doing. You must believe, but that's it. Right, right. Did you know your giving can create prosperity for you? Absolutely. When you know, when you give into God's kingdom and you're pouring finances into this ministry right here, we will take that money and pay our bills and we can prosper and we can get the word of God out to more people throughout the whole world. We really are worldwide now. And you can be a part of this and you'll get part of the reward that we get and God will bless you financially. That's right. It's important to put your seed into good ground. And this Victory Life Ministries right. is certainly good ground. So we do encourage you to give to Victory Life Ministries. You could go to our website, victorylifeministries.org. We appreciate anything and everything that you could do. Just press that donate button and become a recurring partner or just a one-time giver. It doesn't matter. We appreciate anything. And you know, when you partner with us, you will be getting the same rewards as us. And that is true. That's right. So today, go to victorylifeministries.org. And look at this. Look at look at the word favor, what it means. This is the original Greek meaning. Uh, favor uh, is grace, that which affords joy, okay, pleasure, delight, sweetness, charm, loveliness, grace of speech, goodwill, loving kindness, merciful kindness of God. It also means being strengthened and increased in Christian faith, knowledge, affection, benefits, and rewards. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, that's just the word favor. Right, wow. right. I'd love to have the favor of God on me all the time, and I do. <laughs> well, this is all great because of Jesus. We now have all these things. We now have peace and oneness with God. It's like nothing. It's right. like a oneness between a father and a son. Yeah, like that it's, wall is gone. Right. The wall of separation. Right. I like to call it. Yeah, we've been returned to his favor, and he's, this is so important to understand this. God's not mad at you. Amen. He couldn't be mad at you if he wanted to. As they say, he might be mad about you, but he's never mad at you. He doesn't hold your sins against you. 
You're forgiven of your past, present, and future sins. And this is only by faith you have to believe Jesus did that for you. Although God's favor is ready for you, won't work if you don't have, you got to believe it. And receive it. And you got to receive it. And if you think God's always mad at you, it's not going to work. What you think in your mind is so important in all of this. You've got to believe that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because, Al, everything that was going to be done has been done. Right. It's all done. By God. It's over. Is that right? So, I mean, okay, so where's the ball in my court? Yeah. Am I going to receive it? You know, am I going to live it? Am I going to walk by faith? You know, so it's all really up to us. So, Romans 5 and 1, therefore being justified by faith, our faith in God causes us to be justified. We, I just added that. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And we've been through this because of what Jesus did. We have peace between God and man. Right. That says it right here. It's over. So that's what that scripture means. It doesn't mean peace. But but I do want to tell you something. If you're in a little bit of a contention with someone and you come to God and you receive him and you see all the favor bestowed on you and all the love of God bestowed on you and how good he is to you and how he answers your prayers and everything, you're not going to want to have that contention anymore. And eventually there could be peace among men. The problem in our world is half the world doesn't want to know about Jesus. More than that. A lot of them don't even believe in God. How are you going to, unless they're reconciled to the Father, they'll never be reconciled to you. No, and there won't be peace on earth because the devil's not, it doesn't want any peace. Right. And he operates in some in, in, in many of the so-called religions of the world. Right. That's just Satan operating. Right. So that's right. how are you going to wow. have peace on earth? You're not going to have That's right. So here, this is why, you know, people are praying for revival. And, and it's true. You know, we want revival. We want this big move of God to come. But how about a big move of God inside of your own individual <laughs> heart? Because that's where revival starts. Once we have that, then we're ignited to go and tell others. And then this revival that you can see with the eyes will happen. But the core thing, it's the same thing with this. The core thing, the only way you're going to have peace on earth with men is to have peace with God in your own heart. That's where it starts. That's what I'm trying to say. But here's another um, great scripture to prove this. Ephesians 2, 8. For by grace you are saved through faith. It's God's grace and your faith that come together that you receive salvation. Not of yourselves. It's a gift from God. So all favor and what it all means is all available to you because of his grace. But it's by your faith that you actually receive it. You know, we love the favor of God. The favor of God is all on me and Al. He's for us. He's our defender. He fights for us and even for our children because we claim it. We claim that goodness and mercy follow them all the days of their life. We claim the favor of God on our children. And, you know, you know, our son recently graduated from a, a, a music uh, college, college, very hard. And he graduated and, uh, and, you know, he wanted to apply for an internship in a recording studio. And the one that is the best one in the whole country, he wanted. 
And, you know, and he's kind of like shy about those things. Like, oh, I don't know if I'll get it or whatever. But everyone in the school told him, yeah, right. You try to get nobody ever gets in there. You got to know somebody. You got to do this. And I, you know, and all along, they got mama praying in the background, not begging for this one, just wanting God's will for my son's life and that it will come to pass. And apparently this studio was God's will because all he did was send an invite, uh, send a, uh, an email and he had a short interview and they hired him. So that's the favor of God on him. But in the background, I was using my faith. My son was using his faith. Al was using his faith that God's will would be done in our life. We didn't want that studio if it wasn't God's will for him. Okay, so that's another thing. But when when it when you're praying for God's will, the favor of God just pours down on you because he wants you to do what he wants you to do. So that was an awesome um uh, so Isaiah 9 and 6 tells us this. It tells us that Jesus is our Prince of Peace, and peace came to the earth. That's right. Let me... It's just more scripture of the same thing. That's right. I'd like to read that. It, it says, For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, peace between you and him. Um, so we can experience peace when we have the Prince of Peace living inside of us. And again, if you're a peaceful person, you know, Al says the reason why he doesn't get in contention with everybody, uh, a lot of people is not because of them. It's because of him. Right. Because uh, to be believe it or not, he walks in peace. He'll take it. If you don't like him, you don't like him. But he's not going to act unchristian. He's not going to go the world's way. And I'm not either. OK. And a lot of times I walk away from things that people and Al too, that people would never even think of walking away from. They need to get theirs. They need to hear this. They need to be set straight. What do we do? We walk away and we let God fight our battles. And that's humility. But that's when the favor of God Absolutely. begins to work. Because it's like you're doing it God's way. So then when you call upon the name of the Lord, he's right there. Right. Whereas they do it the world's way. Everything's a war and a fight in a court case. And then they go, where's where's Jesus in all of this? That's right. Well, what are you kidding? Right. He's out of it. You, just, right. you sent him out. That's right. You know? Wow. So. Um, you know, our born-again spirit you know, when we come to Jesus, our born-again spirit, we now have a new nature. We have the nature of Christ inside of us. So Jesus is living in there. And if, and if we call him the Prince of Peace, and the Bible does, then peace is in there. I mean, you don't even realize what you have. You have the nature of God living inside of you. And, you know, we might not always feel well, peace. Well, you, you may not always feel it, but it's there. And you know what? When you don't feel it, you can draw on it, and it helps. Yes, Even in a terribly unpeaceful situation, everything's a mess. You can start drawing on the peace that you have inside you. And I'm not saying the situation will go away, but you'll be able to handle it better. But, you know, it really does go away, too. It and can it, go it away. Can, oh, sure. I remember sitting in my, my house one night, and it was, you know, on this property. And we have five acres, and it's very dark outside at night. And uh, 
And my neighbor called me and said, listen, there's somebody sitting outside your driveway right on the street in front of your house with a pickup in a pickup. And he's got crossbows and rifles in the back of his pickup just out there. So anybody could see it. She was on her way home. And I said, oh, my goodness, you know. And so I, I told my daughter, who lived on the property also, to lock her doors. She had a little kid. And I, lo- I had my doors locked, always do. <laughs> and uh, what did I do? I didn't call the police. I sat down and took the word out. I mean, this is where my, you see, Al? Most people would call 911. There's a guy out. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Go ahead and do that. But I choose to walk by what the word of God says. And I took out the Bible and I read the 91st Psalm out loud over and over and over again to still and calm whatever fear was in me. And, you know, it turns out, you know, uh, after all is said and done, the neighbor went back and talked to him and apparently he was he was going to do something terrible, but it was to the neighbor across the street and she averted him and sent him away and got him some help somewhere. I don't know what happened. But the point is, as far as me and God, if you don't put him first in those situations and you react the way everyone in the world will react, the favor of God might not be so strong on you. I mean, he is your defender, but it, but it requires faith. And that was faith, me sitting down, reading the 91st Psalm, claiming it by faith over every member of my family. Right. You know? And if everyone on earth that were born again understood that they have this peace out and this power and operated in it, like I said, there would be peace everywhere. There wouldn't be a guy sitting on the road ready to kill the neighbor across the street. There wouldn't be anything like that. But it's not the case. Jesus is peace. He brought peace to whoever receives him. Right. And it's really all on us. And it can only be experienced between God and man if we receive Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Right. Look at this one, Al. You know how sometimes, uh, you know, people are agitated. They're like, man, I saw statistics about uh, anxious people and mental disease in, in, in America. And there are 1 million people attempt, uh, 1 million people commit suicide in the, in the, um, in the world in one year, there was 1 million people that did that. And there's 2.6 million that tried and it didn't work. I mean, this is terrible. That's crazy. People are anxious. They're upset and they're not the living. The world in is pain. so crazy. It's spinning out of control. That's why. So how are you going to have peace if your if your peace comes from the world? You can't. You never know what's going to exactly happen. Exactly right. And as a Christian, you know, many Christians are affected negatively sure, too. Absolutely. They don't know how to handle this. But I'll tell you what the main problem is: focus, absolute focus. What is it that you're going to focus? Are you going to focus on the man down? the end of your driveway with rifles and crossbows? Or are you going to focus on what God says about protecting you and your family? Which is it? Uh, I, I really, you know, uh, not only the suicide rate, the alcoholism and the, the drug addiction and everything, people are just trying to self-medicate because everything's confusing to them now and everything. And I get that. But uh, but look at this scripture in Isaiah 26, 3. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. See, that night I was in perfect peace because my mind was on God because I trust him. Where are you? Do you really trust him? And let me tell you something, trusting 
is a lot of times waiting. Am I not right? Yeah, a lot of that. Okay. Waiting on God, trusting. Waiting, not seeing an answer to prayer right away. Where are you? Why isn't this working? I have a deadline. Well, guess what? God's got no time. He's not even in time. It's really, there's nowhere in the scripture where it says, you know, uh, it's going to be by this date, we'll have this fixed up. And the scripture does talk a little bit about a season and how long is the season? Three months, six months, we don't really know. There's no time frames put in here. So you're going to have to operate in peace until the situation changes. Right. And stay on it as hard as you can. Yes. And and by trusting, by trusting and only doing what God tells you to do. But you can't trust someone. I always say this. You can't trust somebody you don't know. So you know what I say? Get to know Jesus. That's what eternal. You know, the scripture says eternal life is to know him. And how do you know him? By the scriptures, by yeah. the word. Get in the word. Are you reading the word every day? Is it speaking to you? Are you getting to know the Prince of Peace personally? I mean, this is this is where it's at. And this is where our focus is all over the world. And it's not on the word. Well, you know, and a lot of religions, they focus on their religion, but they're not focused on the person right. of Jesus Christ. They don't right. get any peace other than whatever they can come up with. The peace comes by knowing him and feel him. You know he's in your heart and you sense it and feel it. And it all comes, that knowledge of that starts with the Bible. Yes, it's all about a personal relationship because, frankly, religion is religion. It's a set of rules with no feeling whatsoever. You do this, great. You don't, you're punished. That's it. We're redeemed from the law. We have a person now who we can connect with and trust and rely on. Do you know the word believe means to rely on and to trust in and to lean on and depend upon? That's what the word really means, believe. So if you say, I'm a believer and I believe, do you really trust him every day, willing willing to wait on him? Do you lean on him, depend on him? Are you humble? You know, you have to think about all these things. But I want to say a prayer. If you have not made Jesus the Prince of Peace in your life, if you have not come and received him as Lord and Savior, I want you to pray with me now. And you just repeat after me, Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I come to you. I come to you. I know, I know that you died on the cross. That you died on and the you cross, rose from the dead. And you rose from the dead. And I believe you did it for me. And I believe you did it for me. I am asking you. I am asking you to come into my heart. Come into my heart. Take over my life. Take over my life. And you are welcomed to be my Lord and Savior. Be my Lord and Savior. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving me. And Father, now I ask you. And Father, now I ask you. To baptize me in the Holy Spirit. To baptize me in the Holy Spirit. Empowering me to believe. Empowering me to believe. And to walk in authority. And to walk in authority. Casting out everything the devil tries to bring against me. Casting out everything the devil tries to bring against me. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you that I am now a new creation. Thank you now that I am now a new creation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Listen, if you've just prayed that prayer, we are excited for you. There are angels rejoicing in heaven, all over heaven for you. You have now received the Prince of Peace inside of your heart right now. He is living 
inside of you now. You are now empowered because of the Holy Spirit living inside of you now. You can conquer anything that comes against you, but I do recommend that you get in the Word of God and learn who your Savior is. You know, this is really a good time to stop a minute and encourage you to go to our website, victorylifeministries.org, because, you know, we have so many resources there that can help you in your new walk with the Lord. And even if you're not a new believer, even if you're a mature believer, these books will bring you up to another level. One of the books we have is Al's uh, uh, Walking by Faith into Prosperity, Keys to Financial Freedom. This is Al's personal revelation of how he became financially prosperous. He never really was in debt. He was never, he didn't grow up in that kind of a family where they did that. They taught him to save money and manage money. So that was a good start. But this, God wants to jumpstart you into the million dollar mode. And listen, I'm not one of those preachers you hear on TV where, you know, uh, where that's all they talk about. Listen, we have a balanced gospel here, but in the kingdom of God, in that gospel is financial prosperity. God wants you to prosper, right, Al? Yep. So that you could pay your electric bill, and guess what? Someone else's electric bill if they actually need the help. This is what it's all about. We have to be witnesses, and, and you know, we don't lust. You know, I was talking to somebody about this book, and he is on fire for God, and he's learning and growing, and he's teaching, and he, he really doesn't hey, have so any much money. And I today. said, you be need sure to, to learn that how to operate in prosperity each week. so that you can, you can go to some the of the meetings that we go to on a regular basis, because we can learn afford more to about go us to and find tons of It's not about having a lot of money so you can have a big car or fancy house or something. Those things are okay in and of themselves. But it's all about now I have more free time to go to uh, an Andrew Womack meeting, go right. wherever, or, or go and learn more about God. So prosperity is to help you. That's right. That's right. You don't have to fight this world so hard. You know, like for me, the honey flows from the rock, this rock hard world, Amen. the money just flows to me easily. So we encourage you to go to VictoryLifeMinistries.org, even if you want to make a donation. We always pray for our partners and our givers every single day, blessing them that they receive a hundredfold return back in this life. So you can, you can, uh, you know, support us as we go around the world with the gospel, or support another good, good ministry that's good ground, whatever it is. Giving is for you. That's why God wants you to give. But again, check us out on VictoryLifeMinistries.org because we have all different resources, all different books that will help you come to the next level in your walk with the Prince of Peace. We want to thank you so much for joining us today. And remember, victory is always yours through Jesus Christ. We'll see you next time. Victory Life Ministries was founded to help you connect, grow, and flourish in a relationship with Jesus. Al and Angie Burke are committed to teaching the body of Christ how to walk in strength, in boldness, in love. Connect with us online today at victorylifeministries.org. You'll find the encouragement, inspiration, and resources you need to stand in victory each and every day. Join in on a growing community of believers that are partnering to bring these messages all over the world. With your help, we can make a change. We can shift the atmosphere. Live your best life, live an effective life full of faith, hope, and vision 
Live life above your circumstance. 